Simmons. It's the Green Room on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Green Room here on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Nick Tabano and Lockie Flanagan here on this Wednesday bumper edition. It's elimination final week. Big game coming up for Western United against Wellington Phoenix. We spoke to Neil Kilkenny before the break. If you missed any of it, make sure you head over to our podcast platforms after the show and catch up with that. But now, second big guest of the evening. We've got Ben Garuccio joining us here. Benny, thank you so much for joining us here. Massive week for the club. Yeah, huge week for the club. And, you know, this is where the club wants to be. We, we want to be playing finals and... Um, you know, this is crunch time. Crunch time for us. This is what the players look forward to and the coaches and fans alike. So, um, yeah, we're here. We're excited. Um, can't wait to be back at Amy Park with the with the home fans especially. So, looking forward to it. I mean, Benny, we obviously had you on right at the start of the season on this program. I think it was just after the first game against, against Melbourne Victory and talking about you know how you ended up at the club, your first impressions, that kind of thing. And one of your big focuses, obviously, given the last few years, City obviously getting a great result, but maybe not playing as many minutes as you would have liked. It, a lot of the focus was just to you know play consistently and enjoy your football. It, it seems like you've been having a wonderful time out there on the park for the, the boys in green and black this year. Yeah, it's been, um, for me, my most enjoyable year of my career by far because... Um, not just the opportunity to play, but the group of players that I'm playing with. Um, it's so enjoyable every week. You know, we go out there, we're, we're together. Um, you know, it's not to say that we've won every game this year, um, but I think we come off the park after every game and, um, you know, you can look at every person around the change room and, and you know that they've given their all for the team. And um, that's all you can really ask. And I, I hope that, you know, shines through for the fans as well, that, that that's how we feel. Um, because, you know, I think it's been a fantastic season this season, especially after last year, mm. to have such a big turnover, um, a new coaching staff, so many new players, and I think the team has adjusted really, really well. And, you know, it, we haven't done anything yet. Um, we would have loved that that Premier's plate so much, but we've got another chance now in finals, and, and I, I believe the boys can do something special. Ben, I mean, it's been a tough week for you guys on the pitch. I mean, those three games, obviously, the results weren't necessarily ideal. You know, it was in your hands and unfortunately, you know, it didn't go exactly the plan. But what's been the messaging coming out of this week? I mean, heading into this, because you've got to quickly put it to the side. Like, there's no real time to sort of, you know, dwell on it. But what's been the messaging coming out of that? Yeah, I think exactly that. You know, we can't dwell on it because now we've got finals. And, um... It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. If you lose your first game in finals, that's it. So, um, you know, in the season you say, you know, don't worry about it. We go on to next game. Well, this time it's, you know, it's do or die. Um, we've got this one game that we need to get past. That's the first hurdle. Um, and then after that, I think um, everyone knows what lies ahead and that will be, you know, victory or city, um, whoever it may be. And, you know, what a, what a, what a, leg that's going to be yeah. you know two legs um in melbourne that's going to be so good i think for the fans it'll be unreal to have two melbourne teams um going at it across two legs um that'll be that'll be exciting so obviously can't think too far ahead uh we have to think about wellington first uh that's an important game and um you know i hope that we can learn from the last two games uh that we played them um and and get it right this time well 
Benny, we know that you're you're someone who, you know, particularly after the the injury in Scotland, takes your sort of pre-match preparation really, really seriously, making sure you're doing everything you can. Does that change at all for finals time? Does it kick up a gear for you know yourself and the playing squad? Is there an extra level of intensity and and focus? What does it what does it look like in you know, a T minus three days out from the elimination final? Yeah, I think you've got to try and do keep things the same as they have been throughout the year. Um, you know, especially for me um, personally, you know, I, I've been free of injury. Um, so I need to keep doing the same things that I've done all year because, you know, so far it's worked for me. And as, you know, they so often say, it's just another game. Um, you know, it's obviously a big game, but it is just another game. You know, I'm asking my body to do the same things that I ask it to do every other week. So um, prepare the same way. Um, try and keep the nerves, you know, to a minimum by doing normal mm. things. And I suppose that's the only other other thing, you know, there's probably a bit more nerves flying about, you know, that there's a bit more on this game. Um, but at the end of the day, this is why we play, to be in these moments. And, um, you know, the, the big game players, I believe we've got those. Um, and, you know, I'm sure they will shine through on Saturday. And the other thing that makes such a big difference to, you know, getting into these crunch times is the strength and the cohesion of a playing squad. And I'll be honest, like we, we speak to a lot of a lot of players from different clubs on on this station and I don't think I've ever come across a, a group that are as tight-knit and, and get along as well as this playing group. That must give you such a boost to know that this is a squad and not just the starters on the pitch, but, you know, the bench and the, the people waiting in the wings that are all got each other's backs uh, the, the whole way. Yeah, of course, and and that's what a team is, you know, um, or else we'd, we'd play golf or tennis. <laughs> um, but that's what a team is, you know, and it's so easy to say, you know, we need everyone, um, not just the starting 11, and, you know, when you're not in the starting 11, you hear that and you think, oh, that's just, you know, he's just saying that. Um, but, it, you know, it's true. We've, we've seen it so many times, obviously, against Adelaide. Um, you know, we saw Barrel and and Reese Bozza um, get on for their debuts. And, you know, I think Benny Collins, we call him Barrel, but um, Benny Collins, I think he did, you know, fantastically well. You know, he came on, um, he was next to me. Um, I tried to help him as much as I could. Um, I probably did the opposite though. But, um, you know, he, he, he did so well. And, you know, when Bozza came on, he only played a little bit, but he did so well. And, you know, that just shows that you do, you need everyone. You don't know what's going to happen in a game of football. And, um, you know, if you're in that squad, um, if you've, if you've played one minute throughout the whole season, you know, you, you've done your part, um, you've trained all year and you, and you've pushed the boys along and, um, you know, we, we collect any award together and we also, you know, take our losses together as well. And, and that's what a team is. Well, I'm glad you brought up Barrel or Ben Collins <laughs> as the, as the outside world, world know him, because he was also uh, named dropped by by Lockie Wales last week when, or a few weeks ago when he was on the program. They were they were talking about the uh, the card games that were going around <laughs> during the away trip of, yeah. uh, of twenty one. Apparently, Lo- Lockie Wales, who we know is uh, someone who likes to stir things up, said that that Barrel was was worst on ground. What was your experience of uh, of those card games? Barrel was very bad because <laughs> he hadn't really played the game before in a big group and I think he was just caving under the pressure a little bit. But he's actually come good. I will say he redeemed himself in Adelaide, um, started pulling through, you know, a few wins here and there. Um, but for me, Ryan Scott is um, the worst. 
Yeah, well, Lockie Wells actually said that as well. He was really hard on he won, Ryan Scott as well. He won one game in the 18 hours he was he was at the table. That, that's, that's that's what Lockie said, if, well, I, who was if the memory best? serves me correctly. Like, who was BOJ every week or every game, I guess? I actually hate saying this, but Milo was up there. Nick Milanovic was, he's always in the finish there or about. <laughs> Just a consistent performance, yeah. I hate saying that. You don't understand how much it pains me to say that. <laughs> but because um, he lets us know about it. So, um, but yeah, he's he was decent, yeah. He got some lucky cards. What does those trips away do for you guys? Because, I mean, you've had a few of them this year where you've been on the road, whether it's going to Tassie for a week or whether it's, you know, last week going to Sydney for a week and even before that there was another sort of long away trip. What does that do for the group in terms of spending time together, you know, being together if it's, it's not really a hub, but it's like, you know, spending that time in a close-knit, you know, environment? What does that do, I guess, for the camaraderie and the, and the chemistry of the squad? Yeah, it's obviously it's good because um, it gives you a chance to you know, speak and gel with people that you maybe don't don't speak to so much at training. Um, so it's nice to, you know, see them on that level outside of a football pitch because at training, you know, it's it's training. You know, yeah. you're getting ready, you're getting yourself ready, you're in the gym, you're getting a massage um, and then we're outside and, yeah. you know, there's you don't speak about anything other than football really. So it's nice to have that time away, go for a coffee, um, relax and play some cards and, you know, people like Barrel, um, they come out of their shell because, you know, you're playing cards, it's competitive and, you know, there's banter flying about and um, I think that is how you get people to come out of their shell and and obviously it's it's great to have that, you know, you want people to be themselves and to feel comfortable um, around the group. So I think it's top. Yeah, well, I mean, thankfully you guys don't have to travel again. If you go through this final series, it's all going to be here. It's- but... In those scenarios when you have to travel, you mentioned that there are some characters in the team. Who's that one player when you get on a flight, you're like, please, like whoever's in charge of flights, don't put me next to them. Like, you know, they're not either you're going cross country. I feel like there's a few contenders yeah, in this you, You're either going on well. a three-hour flight and you're like, I want to get a nap in here, but this guy's going to be yapping in my ear nonstop. <laughs> like, who's that one guy you don't want to be stuck next to? Um, look. Oh, I, you know what? Most people would say Walesy because he just doesn't stop talking, but I'm probably the second after him, so we'd have a good yarn, me and Walesy. Um, <laughs> You'd annoy the rest of yeah, the people yeah, on the Yeah, probably, yeah, it'd be like that. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe Milo. Yeah? Yeah, maybe not sit next to Milo. Yeah. Not on a plane. Well, you've been there just bringing it back to sort of the finals environment and talking about pre-game sort of set up and everything else. Obviously, you've been to these big games before. You've played in many of these. Obviously, last year you were part of City's campaign. Do you have any sort of, like, you know, pre-game sort of preparation for these sort of big games and any sort of, you know, I wouldn't say, I don't like to use the word superstitions, but things that you do in particular to prepare differently for a final than you might for, say, a regular season game? Or is it all just the same? Yeah, no. To be honest, it's fairly similar for me. Maybe, you know, a bit more thought goes into, you know, when I'm just around the house and, you know, oh, should have some water. I haven't had some in a while. I know that sounds boring, but um, small things like that, just making sure I'm hydrated throughout this week um, so that I'm ready to go come come Saturday and, you know, fueling my body right, um, you know, treating my body the right way that it needs to be this week so that, that I'm ready to go come Saturday. And, you know, apart from that, as far as training goes, you know, I always try to train the same way I try to give 100% every day no matter what um, so on that front it'll all be the same and then you know on the other side just looking after my body making sure I get a good sleep um, and basically all the boring stuff that no one would really ever think of and and that's it and I think if I do all that then you know um, I'm sure the boys will all be doing the same and, and we'll go out and put a good performance together on Saturday.
about Wellington, I mean, there's it's no secret. Well, Western United have not beaten Wellington in quite a long time. You had two tough, really two tough games at different points in the year. I mean, the game in Wollongong obviously being in that real crazy period when COVID was flying around and then you had the meeting against them recently in Ballarat, which a lot of players and even John spoken about was almost like a soft reset for you guys. We got together and you sort of said, all right, we need to, you know, focus and get going again. What sort of other lessons have you take out, taken out from them sort of on a, in an on-field pitch sort of, you know, you know analysis kind of stakes? Because, I mean, there have been two games that have been frustrating, but mm. it seems like a lot of the messaging has been it's not like we actually played that bad. Mm. I think it's not like we actually played that bad and not like we actually felt that the result was the results that they were, yeah. you know, because I think if you look back at the games, the first one where we go 2-0 down... Um, and then, you know, I feel like we we were dominating the play, but we just, for some reason, sort of lost grip of it. Um, we ended up getting one back, but it was just a little bit too late. Um, and then, obviously, the other one was probably, I would say, one of our only really capitulations of the mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, throughout the year, you're going to get, you know, a game or two like that. So I don't think we need to read into it too much and I'm definitely not making any excuses for those performances. But at the end of the day, the beauty of football is we've got an opportunity, um, as ironic as it is, that we come up against Wellington. And, um, you know, for me, it's it's a final. It's it's do or die, as I said. It's, it's at Amy Park. Um, all advantages for us um, and I think that we'll thrive in that in that situation and mm. you know I'm I'm confident as I always am um, in this group of players that that will go out there on Saturday and and put a strong performance out we'll leave everything out on the park and you know if you do that um, you can hold your head up high um, for the season that we've we've managed to put together um, and hopefully that's enough to take us over the line and and see another couple of games. I mean, I, I put it to, to John when I was lucky enough to speak to him a couple of days ago that it almost feels like Wellington is, is like the ideal opponent for this elimination final. You know, the team who, despite the performances, you know, have managed to get those results over you, to be able to sort of break that hoodoo against them and then get into the likes of City victory teams who you know you can really, really play well against and bring out the best in you, that's almost the, the ideal way to, to start off, it feels like. Yeah, 100%, because um, I'm sure there will be, you know, that, that little bit of feeling at the start mm. of the game, oh, I hope, I hope we don't concede, or, you know, there always is that, that little bit of nervous energy, as I said. Um, but, you know, we got to go out there and, and stick to our game plan, which we've done all year. Um, you know, and it, as, I, as I keep saying, you know, if we do that, I'm very confident in the, in the way that we play, the players that we've got, that we can get a good result and um you know I, i'm just buzzing for it to be honest i can't wait to see the fans there um you know it'll be so nice to be in front of our home fans you know in melbourne um for the first time in a, in a long time mm. so i'm looking forward to playing amy park and yeah i'm just i'm buzzing for it well that's the other massive massive boon is to be back at amy park in front of the home faithful and it's it's been a bit of a happy hunting around for you this season as well i mean we all we all know what i'm talking about <laughs> when i when i refer to that you're hoping you can uh you know, lightning can strike twice and maybe you can come up, you know, late into the game and, and pull something out of the hat again. I mean, Killer was talking about having long shots <laughs> early. You might, might think about the same thing as well. Look, I'm not going to talk about emulating that goal, but, you know, anything to help the boys. I don't care if I score up. To be honest, I don't care who scores um, as long as we win the game. But, you know, I'll do my part. Um, you know, I always try and get up there 
and, um, you know, putting crosses for the boys and, and you know, if, if I can get shots away, I, I try to be dangerous when I'm up there and, and help the likes of, you know, Payne, who plays in front of me. Um, you know, we link up quite well and um, Killer usually is on our side as well and he's been waltzing his way into the box as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, as he, as he said, he should shoot more. Um, <laughs> he would have scored against Adelaide. But, um, you know, he, he's been doing fantastically well as well this season and, um, you know, if... No matter who scores, I think, you know, the more, most important thing is that the team gets the result. Absolutely. Well, the other thing Killer said, other than give you a, a very nice appraisal of your season, was that the the goal, you, the, the estimation from him is that you've watched it back 32 times, which I really like that he went exactly 32. How how close to the pin is he? If, if you're willing to, to admit the, the true number on, on air in front of the cameras. I probably watched it 32 times a day after, <laughs> I reckon. And so, since then? Oh, like, since then, I'll be honest, it has died off. But every now and again, I'm like, <laughs> why <laughs> not? that actually happened. Just quiet yeah, Sunday yeah. evening. Just, just, I'll just get it like, out. Yeah, you know, fair enough. It's not as if I go into my photo roll and I'm scrolling through. <laughs> sure. You know, it just pops up. And, um, you know, I've actually seen it on a few TikToks recently, which has been <laughs> nice. And they always manage to get sent to me. So, you know, even when I don't want to see it, I see it. So... I'd say probably closer to like the, I don't know, 150 mark, maybe. That's okay. Killer, you're only, you know, 100 or so off. It's all right. Pick well, yourself up. We spoke to you literally straight afterwards and you said you just checked your phone. Your phone went off. I mean, the days afterwards, it, it, like there's no sugarcoating. It went it went viral. Like it went gangbusters all over Twitter, all over Instagram, all over TikTok. Did you get any sort of messages that you were shocked by from like celebrities or, you know, athletes, like players overseas that might have retweeted it or anything like that? And you were kind of like, whoa. Like, this is pretty big, like, in that sense? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I, d I didn't look that closely. I'm sure there was people that viewed it, you know, that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. um, who knows who, who saw it, how far it got. Um, I think Dave Hughes wrote me on, on Twitter, which I was like, Hughesy. Uh, <laughs> All the names. Hughesy. That was low I, down I was the list of expected like, names. you know, Zlatan or Ronaldo nah, or nah, something. Dave Hughes is in that conversation. Yeah, though. Come on. Yeah, Hughesy. So, um, yeah, if, yeah, if you're watching Hughesy, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he. I think he wrote me in. I don't know, to be honest. I didn't look too too far into it. But, um, yeah. That was is there ever any, like, you know, players that might get in your ear on the pitch and might, you know, try and give you a bit of a niggle about it. Like, we know there's a bit of, you know, sledging going on sometimes on the pitch. Have you had anyone sort of come up and mention it, you know, in a in a sort of sly or piss-taking way or anything like that? I think after it, probably the next, like, three or four games that we played, like, there was someone from the other team was like, what a joke, that goal. Like, or... Just, or just you know, a bit of a <laughs> like, nudge, you know. Yeah, like, or, like, before the game or something, they were just like, man... Like, are you taking the piss with that goal? Is that serious? Like, you did not mean <laughs> that. That is really or, fighting or a losing battle, so, those guys. I can um, almost imagine Lockie Wells saying that himself. Yeah, try. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, come off it. You scored a scorpion kick. Get over yourself. That's <laughs> just standard Lockie Wells comment. So, um, but yeah, like, there was a few guys that, you know, that I've played with in the past as well yeah. that they came up and, and said congratulations. So it was obviously... Nice to be recognised um, by other players and, you know, I think um, it's, it's good for the game if, if there's goals like that and there's been plenty of them this year. So um, I think that's good a good spectacle for the game and, you know, it's, I'm sure it's encouraged by everyone. 
Absolutely. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, good luck for this Saturday. Massive game. Hopefully you guys are able to get up and we get another week or maybe two more weeks of Western United football. And um, again, thank you so much for coming in. And uh, again, good luck for this weekend. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Thanks.